I forgot to turn the microphone off to, <laughs> on to start the show off. So, uh, welcome to the lair, folks. If I did, I'm pretty sure I forgot to turn it on. So, welcome to the lair. And it just is great, you know, Monday that we had, well, some of us had off today and got to well, enjoy just chilling out and relaxing. So, that right there was rendered heartless. Uh, out of Texas from their album Antigen that is Underbelly of the Snake. Right before that, Florence Black out of the United Kingdom. Uh, their single right there called Gunshot. And right before that was our first debut band of the night, Villain of the Story out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. That song was uh, Lying to Myself from their album Ashes. Yeah, it's. I'm I'm sure my fellow allergy sufferers out there understand. You take a little something, something, trying to you know, get yourself you know get yourself in shape. You get a fog. And you get a little foggy, so you know you're you're a little you're a little uh, flustered. You're a little uh, medicine head. A little slow this evening. But don't worry, we have plenty of great music for you. Well, not you. Oh, 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 I, I see. Oh, I get Mrs. Lurch got jokes now. I did it off the air. I whispered it. You whispered it. Yeah, but you got some jokes over there making fun of me over there. I told you I'm a little slow. You take you always take advantage of me and joke on me. 
just never seem to mind when I take advantage of you. <laughs> People don't want to know that, but yet anyway. Um, man. This is and I this threw you off your mojo. and this is our anniversary. This is the anniversary weekend too, and you're you're you're, you're busting on me. Your anniversary was yesterday. Yeah, what's still you know we're still you know rocking the anniversary this today. All right, I'll behave today. Oh, yeah. See what I have to deal with, folks. Next up here in the lair. Oh, I'm getting dirty looks. I'm gonna just quiet now. <laughs> next up here in the lair, um, our next debut band, Kellen Heller out of Greensville, South Carolina. Uh, from their self-titled album, this song right here is called Never Lived. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
Sacred Hollow out of Athens, Georgia from their album The Vault that is Anchor. Right before that, Rainchild out of Houston, Texas. That right there is their single called Watershed. Now if you didn't get to see it, or should I say or hear it, over on the Lurch's Lair Facebook page, I did a, a little slideshow for Anatomy of the Sacred. Took some pictures that Mrs. Lurch had taken for us at the live show last week uh and i i took and i was able to capture some of the audio from the show uh on my phone actually i was kind of surprised it was actually pretty good for uh my phone usually doesn't capture audio that that well but uh yeah we captured some good audio for it so i wanted to share it with you with everybody and I have the uh, the soundtrack to that here, so I wanted to share it with you, hear a little bit of uh, the live show that Anatomy Sacred uh, did for us. They did an incredible job. They really did. Um, people around us were, were yelling for more, uh, <laughs> of from the place some more. 
Like I said, I do think they did an incredible job, and I cannot wait to see uh, what they do as their, especially as their stage show uh, evolves. As uh, you know, when they were here last, no, two Mondays ago, they were talking about how they wanted to do a little more, you know, add some more elements to their stage show. You know, being a symphonic metal band, doing a little more, you know, a little more dramatic things more theatric things in with their stage show. Um, so I, I can't wait to see how they, their stage show evolves. Uh, I enjoyed the show as, you know, at that they put on anyway. So, did I. Uh, so uh, it'll be neat to see how they evolve, but their music is excellent. So here, take a listen to uh, a little sample I have here for you of uh, what they uh, did last Sunday. Hello, this is Shane. And this is Brenda. We are Anatomy of the Sacred, and you are listening to Lurch's Lair on New Regale Radio. Just a little taste of what uh, Anatomy of the Sacred did at the Rooster Palooza Music Festival last Saturday uh, here in uh, let's see they're down in York, Pennsylvania, uh, just north south of us. 
So if you get a chance, I know they've been going out to New Jersey a, a bit as well to do shows. So if you get a chance, go out and, and check out uh, Anatomy of the Sacred Live. Like I said, they did put on an incredible show. That last song right there was a song by Nightwish. And I know they, uh, Brenda actually got out the, the, the fans and scarves for that one to add a little, to add a little uh, to the show. So go out. If you get a chance and uh, check them out live, of course, check out all their music on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, any other place you want to you know, stream music. Uh, you can go ahead and listen to them. Now, next up, second player score out of Vancouver, Washington. Of course, the drummer for second player score is our very own DJ Kyle Zabub here on New Regal Radio who is on every Thursday from uh, 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern here on New Regal Radio. He's bringing you uh, he's bringing you rock from the Northwest uh, and, you know, in the world too, but he focuses on the music up there in the Pacific Northwest. I'm a big fan of Kyle's show, so if you get a chance some Thursday night, pop in and uh, listen to Kyle on the Northwest Exposure. For now, you're going to hear his drumming. Uh, this is one of their latest uh, songs. It is called Liberty's End. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. <laughs> Tease the road to hell and- 
go radio i'm dj adam and you are in lurch's lair that was our debut band for this evening die so fluid uh they are grog on vocals and bass and mr do on guitar die so fluid rips out and displays the raw soul that is at the common core of all these music styles put simply they rock Daiso Fluid are the modern incarnation of a power trio. Their sonic identity possesses the muscle of metal, the angular cheekbones of post-punk, and the bittersweet heart of grunge. They are part of a new generation of rock bands who choose to turn down signing a traditional rock deal and embrace the changes the internet has made to the industry. From their album, One Bullet from Paradise, that is, We Were Born to Kill Each Other. Yikes. Of course, that's not all the debut bands we have for this evening. (laughs) Got another one here for you. Four Skulls out of Catlisburg, Kentucky. Uh, They are Aaron Miller on lead vocals, Mick Bryant on guitar and backing vocals, Dwayne Crisp on bass and Ryan Morrison on drums. Uh, they were formed in 2012. The Four Skulls are a hard rock band based in eastern Kentucky whose music has been described by some as When Allison Chains Meets Rush. Their love for lush vocal arrangements, heavy rock, and time signature changes are somewhat indicative of their style. The band prides themselves on bringing everything they have to deliver a powerful show with a driving rhythm section, soaring guitar work, and over-the-top vocals. The combined gig experience of the members will ensure they ensnare each and every audience member into their own brand of hard rock experience. Uh, This is the title track to their album. It is called World of Hurt. You're in Lurch's Lair, here on New Regal Radio.
to New Regal Radio. 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 for DJ Adam. New Regal Radio, I am DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. Finished up hour one there with Forming the Void out of Lafayette, Louisiana, from their album The Rift, that is Arrival. Uh, right before that, our last debut band of the evening, Kienemy, out of Columbus, Ohio. Uh, they are Davey B on lead vocals, Preston Daniel on guitar and vocals, Josh Brammer on guitar and vocals, Mike McLean on bass guitar and vocals, and Keegan King on percussion. They are a five-piece hard-hitting band out of Central Ohio, playing high-energy music that you can feel. So, as I said earlier, this is our anniversary weekend. Yesterday was actually two days to the day that we started Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. So, if you want to hear the show, if you missed it, our second anniversary show, you can go over to iTunes, and it's right there. have it up for you to listen to as well as previous three weeks of shows are there uh, for you to take a listen to as well. And if you go over, give a subscribe. That way, if you ever miss a show, it's right there for you to listen to on whatever device you're listening on. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter. We have our own subreddit. If you're on Reddit, go over and give a and subscribe to our subreddit. Uh, we're also on Mixcloud. We are on iTunes, and we're on Spotify. We have our we post playlists up after the show of songs from that night show. Uh, the songs and the bands that are on Spotify, we post that up as well as we have a special playlist for our rock out for St. Jude uh, contributors from this year's. Uh, campaign that we did and since we are this is our anniversary show of course you know hour one we had our debut bands we had some new music as well we're gonna go back a little into the archives some of the bands that uh that we've played here um the first two years not not all of them maybe some of them we've kind of gotten away from a little you know but uh yeah, I thought I'd go back in the archives, pull out some of the bands that you know, we we really you know focused on in the first couple years here in the lair. Uh, as we start off hour two with the band Forget Tomorrow out of Walcott, Connecticut. This song right here is called Say No More. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Mm-hmm. 
It's 
Denerstein out of Hertfordshire, United Kingdom, from her EP Live for Tomorrow, that is Skyline. Right before that, Kriegara out of Nashville, Tennessee, from her self-titled album, that is Falling Apart. So how's it going over there? I know uh, since what we talked about at the beginning of the show didn't go out since I forgot to hit a button... <laughs> um, yeah, I get to spend the day just 
watching, uh, catching up on The Gifted on Fox, which um, is grittier than most... Well, it's grittier than the Marvel Studios stuff, which right now consists of anything that's Avengers-related. But um, I enjoy it. I'm a little interested on how things are going to work out as Disney figures out how to merge the X-Universe, or the Fox-led Marvel Universe, with the Marvel Studios Marvel Universe. I guess that's going to come about maybe after the Infinity Wars. We do know that Chris Evans is leaving after Avengers 4. That's just sad. I'm sorry. He's just... He's who you think of when you hear Captain Rogers, Captain America. Well, he's Steve Rogers. And and even in the comic books, Steve Rogers was not always Captain America. In fact... He was several other different characters. He was Nomad at one point in time. He wore a blue and yellow suit. No shield. I'm really glad they didn't go that route in the uh, <laughs> uh, the fourth uh, in the third Avengers movie because uh, that was uh, kind of a that was I think that was a 70s or early 80s character that they had for Steve Rogers. The outfit was not. Like I said, it was kind of light blue and yellow. Not a great look. But um, he was also a character called The Captain, where he wore a black outfit. He wore a black, red, and white outfit. Um, Although if they were going to do that particular character, that particular character... Steve Rogers was that particular character. He gave that identity back to the guy that had taken over as Captain America, whose name was John Walker. (laughs) Johnny Walker took over as Captain America for a while. Yeah. Could use a little shot of something. Anyway, uh, so, you know, after, you know, of course, after Cap, after Steve Rogers became Captain America again, they actually gave um, John Walker the captain suit, and he became the U.S. agent. So if they ever wanted to go with that character, there would be an easy way to turn that one into, to bring that one about. But my guess is from just from the the contracts that have, were signed, at least reportedly signed, is Sebastian Stan who is the Winter Soldier, he will be taking over the mantle as Captain America after Avengers 4. I like Bucky, but I don't know. Again, that's how the comics were were written. Is that Apparently the Winter Soldier took over for a while. Apparently in the comic book he wasn't well liked, wasn't well received though, because shortly after you know the Winter Soldier took over, Winter Soldier decided he was going to go a separate way, and the Falcon took over as Captain America. I don't know how I'd feel about either one of them. So I don't, over. I don't know how Anthony Mack, what his contract situation. I'm sorry, Anthony Mackie, how his contract situation is. I do know that Sebastian Stan, when he signed on as Winter Soldier, signed for a lot of films. 
So to to get the films in, he's been in. He was in, of course in Captain America: Winter Soldier. Uh, he was in Civil War. Um, he had a cameo in Black Panther, so I don't know if that really counts. But he was in, of course, the Infinity Wars. Um, I'm trying to think. Did he survive the end of the end of the Avengers movie? I don't think he did. Well, there's some theories going around about what actually happened to those people anyway, and that they might not actually be dead. And some of those theories have to do with Ant-Man and the Wasp movie that we haven't seen yet. So, they may not actually be dead. I know a lot of the quote-unquote dead characters will actually be back in Avengers 4. They might be in an alternate so, universe. So, yes, that's the prevailing theory, is they're not actually dead. They were just shunted somewhere else. So, uh, including possibly the Quantum Realm. But uh, we will obviously see, because I one thing I think Marvel and Disney and Lucasfilms is really great at is putting all these things out there and these little breadcrumbs and you know things being start are said and they're put out there and I think they do a very good job of keeping people guessing until you actually see the friggin' movie. So I but I'm pretty sure that after Avengers 4 we're going to see a complete reboot of the MCU because by that time the X-Men Fantastic Four will be will be part of Marvel again and that they will have to of course all of a sudden f- explain why now there's X there's you know mutants in the in the MCU where there weren't before. And of course, I mean, you know, when you put out movies you get some, you know, you get some pretty good music too. I mean, the Avengers soundtrack has some pretty good uh, music in it. That's how I'm going to bring that back to music. Uh-huh. Just a you know, segue right there. I do like the soundtracks. Yes, I do too. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume, the, the first <laughs> one. The come on, people loved <laughs> Um, the awesome mix volume one. And then they had to do a volume two as well. Well, I'm sure when the third movie, when and if the third movie comes out, they'll do a volume three too. With the, you know, the director having been canned from volume three, that one's kind of been put on the side burner, but I'm pretty sure there'll be an awesome mix three to go with the you know third movie, of the uh, third uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But will they continue bringing out his mother's music? Now that... Mom and Dad have uh, left the picture. Well, Star-Lord will be in... Okay. The plan before they canned the director of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was that the original Guardians of the Galaxy would be in the third Guardians of the Galaxy. But it would be the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie with... Star-Lord, Rocket, Groot, Drax, and Gamora. That after after that, there would actually be a new Guardians of the Galaxy for the fourth Guardians movie. Which is probably where Adam Warlock, Captain Marvel come into play. I think even Iron Man was a Guardian of the Galaxy, but... Really? I'm pretty sure that... 
see i'm pretty sure this is the last that you will see okay we do know this is probably the last you will see chris hemsworth as thor that's pretty much a given robert downey jr does not have a contract after avengers 4 now robert downey jr has also said that he wouldn't he would come back and be tony stark again but I mean, if you read the comic, if you if you look at the comic books, I think you can tell where the where the next uh, next iterations of these characters are going. Brody. No. Um, Pepper. It'd be interesting because Pepper has donned the Iron Man armor before. She even had her own suit. She was called Rescue. But no. Um, in the Iron Man comic, at least for a bit, there was actually a teenage girl who took over she she wasn't called Iron Man she wore an Iron Man armor Tony built her an armor Uh, she was called Iron Heart I think was her name Hmm. Uh, so there's a possibility of that there's the possibility of and I don't know how this is going to work because Natalie Portman was kind of unceremoniously kicked out of the MCU although she said that they she's open to coming back and I guess Marvel is made nice but um, Thor actually lost his powers at one point in time he became unworthy of Mjolnir and uh, Jane Foster took up the power in the hammer hmm. so there was a female Thor another Natalie Portman movie well I yeah I, I don't know about that one so I there there's actually many ways they could go because Thor has lost his hammer before. It has. There's been many, many different people that have taken up the hammer. Uh, there's a guy that eventually he took up the hammer for Thor, and then Thor came back, reclaimed the hammer, and this guy became a superhero called Thunderstrike. Odin made a mace for him. Um, there's Beta Ray Thor. Jane Foster became Thor, so they're they've got different ways to go, but it's going to be the last for uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Um, like I said, I'm pretty sure we've probably seen the last after Avengers Four of Robert Downey Jr. in the armor, maybe not, but it, it seems like maybe this is the way they're going, especially since they have it in the Avengers Infinity War that Pepper and Tony got married. Are getting married. Are getting married. So I And that he wants a kid? Yes, I, I think we're we're probably seeing the last of Robert Downey Jr. in the Iron Man armor. Um We'll see what happens after Avengers Four. It starts the universe all over again, I'm I'm betting. So But Back to the music. That's just my geekiness talking here. Because I could go on forever about that kind of stuff. But, uh, yes, back to the music. And, you know, I, hey, the Avengers movies, you know, MCU is fun. And this next song, this next song's a lot of fun. <laughs> yes, it is. I, I love this song. And I love these guys, the Pisa Kings out of Vancouver, British Columbia. I mean, who else could pull off a song about trying to trap a mouse? <laughs> it's a fun one. I You know, I enjoy it, so... This is Mouse Loose. 
You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
She's my-
Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. That right there was the band Fugitive out of Liverpool, United Kingdom. Uh, That is their latest single called Light It Up. Right before that, Big Atlantic out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. From their album Tempered, that is Natty Do Caroline. Like I said, this is uh, this is our second anniversary here on New Regal Radio. It's been a blast. These two years have been an absolute blast uh, doing what I love. I mean, I music has always kind of been a part of my life. It it was in in junior high and high school when I sang. Uh, I played the drums briefly in elementary school, but. You know, I got out of high school and worked in a music store. I mean, I loved that. Probably my favorite job ever. It paid like nothing, and of course, it was retail, so it was horrible in the in Christmas time. But you know, still, it, well, I just had a blast working in that environment because constantly had new music. I mean, new CDs came out every Tuesday, and they still do, but. You know, new music came out every Tuesday. So, of course, we got it early so that we get it on the shelves. That also gave us the ability to listen to it early. <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was an inc- you know, it was incredible to have, you know, it was a lot of fun. It was not necessarily a high yeah, a high pressure uh, job. Yes, there's it's retail, it's business, it's pressure to make money, but Still, it wasn't a high-pressure job. The guy I worked for was, you know, was a great guy to work for. So, it was a lot of fun. Um, but you know, at some point in time, you got to grow up and get a job that actually pays something. Pays bills. It yeah, pay exactly because uh, as much fun as working in a record store was. I mean, it, come on, it was it it was it was a retail job, you know. Um, which are slowly going away now because of, well, online, you know, the internet. It, the internet has literally changed everything we do nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, that's for better. Uh, some cases, it's a little worse, but um, I think in the music industry, it's definitely, I mean, we're, we're seeing this now where it's going to hurt because of streaming. You know, streaming services like Spotify, Rhapsody, uh, all the other, Apple Music, where that is kind of, it is hurting the artists. I mean, uh, Spotify is the biggest streaming music streaming service out there. They pay less than a cent per stream to the artists. It's not, you know... If you're an independent band, that's it's not gonna, you know, that's not really gonna do much for you. In fact, even the bigger bands, the bigger national bands, are talking that streaming is hurting them. But that's the wave of the future. That is the next thing in music. There's always that next thing when it comes to music. You know, there was eight track and. There was, you know, there's there was vinyl, there's eight track, there was, you know, cassettes, and then <laughs> cassettes came, compact discs, and they did have the mini disc for a while. It never took off though. 
Okay, and our kids are going to have no clue what cassettes and 8-tracks are. Well, Agent A knows what a cassette is, but that's are only... Are you be- sure about that? Well, I have discussed it with him, but regardless, um, <laughs> you know, there was CDs, and then CDs became MP3s, and you had iPods. And our kids won't know the frustration of using a pencil on cassettes. No, that, no, they do not. And I love, I saw this, this cartoon the other day and it was a cassette laying on a, um, operating table and there was a a doctor and, you know, he had, he had his, you know, the, the, the tape, the the tape was like coming out the bottom of this cassette and the doctor was like, I need a pencil. And yes, I, if you're if you were old enough to you know have cassettes, you you know what though I never used a pencil. I found that a Bic pen, the way the cap was, when you had it on, that cap actually wedged in there very nicely into the little teeth of the cassette, and you could turn it really quick. My fingernails worked well because I had long fingernails back then. Well, I. Uh, I don't have. I, still I didn't do. have fingernails. I not that I didn't have fingernails. I didn't long just fingernails. Not long ones. But those blue big pens, you just stuck it right in and just twirled because it worked the best. Because it just right down into the teeth and you could just turn that thing no problem. Um, but streaming is. I mean, streaming is it. I'm honestly not really sure where we'd go after streaming. Uh, Pretty sure that's probably going. That is where music is going to end up. I still don't think MP3s can go away. Obviously, I mean we had this discussion yesterday with Dave, who joined us here for our anniversary show, who was also uh, 25 years DJing. But as a DJ, or even you know, Apple says they're getting rid of iTunes. March is supposed to be the day is supposed to be the month that we learn when iTunes is shutting down completely. But even iTunes reading, I was reading, you know, Apple Music. So Apple Music is going to allow you to download music, take it offline if you want. So it's like, okay, well, how are they going to do that? You obviously, you, if you don't have any the. The whole purpose is to download it, take it with you, because you won't have a signal, you won't have an internet connection. So how do you even do that? You've got to have something to download. So I read up on it. They're going to have, um, they're going back to the days of the protected MP4 mm. or MP3 or whatever the whatever it is. But they're going back to the days where they were protected. So. Basically, they're still going to have the file. They're putting protection on them, so you can't share them. Share them, but they're going to. They're still going to have these files on the servers. They're not going to get away from that. We're so, going to talk in the break because I have some questions. So on that. I, I kind of wonder why I why they would shut iTunes down. Why not just if you've got the files, keep them. You could still sell them. I don't know. I'm sure they they've made a business calculation and found it was not going to it's not cost effective but I still don't understand you'd make a little money off of it but mm-hmm. hey whatever I you know well don't worry layers not going anywhere we'll find a way to get our you know to get the music that we need to play for you 
like this next song. Next up for you, out of Minsk, Belarus, we have Weisp from their album Black Sails. This is the song Monsters. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
wake up every day with a pounding head. I heard people say I really should be dead. I pull my guitar just to buy my booze. She says you're gone too far when there's nothing to lose. in the dirt a belly full of beer you would wait all night and I didn't come home I guess you called it right but I was never the one yeah yeah All money. What I want is some Tennessee honey. Right on the money with the honey. <laughs>
Before that, Hatfield Rising out of Essex, United Kingdom. Uh, their latest single called Tennessee Honey. Now, as we were talking kind of about the... A little bit about the economics of the music industry. I saw this article this past week and I thought it was... Actually, I thought it was kind of... It was just kind of interesting as a historical per, uh, reference. But... Um, kind of gave a, a feel on where the industry is right now. Um, Digital Music News did an interview with uh, Stephen Van Zant, 
who is part of Bruce Springs E Street Band. Uh, guy's been around for a while. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So one thing they asked him, the first thing they asked him was, um, he had mentioned about the, back in the days, about the portable 45 player <laughs> and how that impacted uh, rock. And uh, they kind of asked him, about that but also in terms of you know what's that you know how does that also you know what's his point of view as far as streaming and you know what is streaming is doing you know to the music industry uh right now and one of the things he said about the for the the portable record player which i found fascinating because of course by the time you know i've started listening to music we had cassettes already i mean I had, a, I had a stereo in my bedroom that had you know, two cassettes, a record player, and a radio. Didn't really have to worry about if I wanted to listen to my music, I could. I did I not... Had the dual cassette boombox to carry around. Yeah, so, I mean, we didn't really have to worry so much about that because we could... You know, we are, we're already at a point in, in technology-wise growing up where if you wanted to listen to something, you could. You could go to your room, you could put your headphones on, you could listen to it. We... we we saw the dawn of portable music, Walkmans, CD Walkmans. So, I mean, I'm sorry, Discmans or what they were called. Pardon me. But, um, so one of the things that uh, he says here is, is that the, that rock and roll may have died without the portable 45 player. Uh because at the moment that the portable record player came out, rock and roll was kind of on the edge of going away. Um, that the forty, the portable forty-five really let um, let kids who otherwise would have had to, if they bought it a record, would have had to had their parents let them play it on the the family's record player you know and at, at that time you know parents may not have let their kids listen to things like little richard and you know things of, of that nature so the kids as long as they kept it turned down you know they weren't wild and crazy about it you know they had their portable record player they could go ahead and they could listen to it so as uh you know now moving forward he talks about you know, what the internet, what streaming is doing to the, the industry. And he says, uh, you know, basically he kind of says, well, you know, the jury's kind of still out as to what it means. The internet has pros and cons. Um, streaming, actually, he calls, uh, he calls streaming a disaster for artists. That's exactly what he calls it. A absolute disaster for artists he said it is impossible at this point in time for an artist to live off of the revenues generated by streaming um, the positive side was of course you can you do not need a record company anymore to distribute your music you can go to Bandcamp, get your music on a you know a website to distribute it. For that matter, you don't even really need that anymore. If you get your own website, you can distribute your own music. Um, so as he points out, 
it's got good and bad qualities just because the accessibility which is a he calls it a double edged sword because some folks they you know they want to rush product they want to they you know they think they sound good you know and and as a dj you know i have standards i i have you know seen this as well it's you know music comes in or music you know you're listening i'm listening to music and it's like, wow, I just know. And not that, I, I, mean, I kind of feel bad because, you know, it isn't, you know, music is an expression. It is these people who make music are putting their, you know, putting themselves into this music and not talking about kinds of music, not talking about, you know, what what's said or what's the music i mean i'm just talking about the musicianship the singing those are the kinds of things that i mean it's different if you listen to someone and it's like man you're good but just not what i would use for my show i'm talking about people putting stuff out that it's like dude you're not there yet you need to get some polish for these shoes so you know it, it's I can, I can see what he's saying here it is good and it is bad and um, you definitely need to to learn so that your product is up to people listening um, but he does say that you know that it the the streaming the economic economy the economics thank you of the of the industry right now is really the problem um and we've heard it before it's live shows are where bands are going to make their money now uh because it's just not streaming services just aren't going to pay for it um and that's especially why I, I people complain about the price of like the national bands coming for shows. Well, this is why they're they can't sell a twenty dollars CD anymore. Or let me rephrase that: the record companies can't sell a twenty dollars CD anymore. Maybe a ten dollars CD, fifteen dollars CD. And that's pushing it. That fifteen dollars is kind of pushing it, but you can't sell that stuff anymore. Especially when you're going to, you know, you can go to, you can go to Spotify. Was it ten, fifteen dollars a month for Spotify? Listen all you want, unless you're old and crusty like me, and, and I really, I want that CD in my head. I want <laughs> that, I want that music in my hand. Unless you're like that, and your question off air about whether or not iTunes will allow updating to your iPods boy I certainly hope so I haven't heard anything one way or the other but I would assume that there's got to be some way to update them if if for nothing else the software will still be there it just won't be updated by Apple you know, you've got the software on your computer it's still usable just may not you know you may not be yeah. able to you won't ever get any updates from Apple on it. I'm just thinking if 
God forbid I ever get another computer. Not God forbid, but it eventually it will happen. I might be able to put iTunes on it. You, there are ways. And I can't imagine that the iTunes software will just vanish from the internet. Somebody will have it. Because all you need is the per- all you need is the program that downloads the installer program, and then you can install it. So, put it on your put it on your computer. And if not, I really hope they have something else. You never know what what uh, I don't know what Apple Music. I was sure they would have a player like Spotify has a separate player. So, I, I'm sure there will be ways to. To keep updating that, because they're still selling iPhones. Oh, they may yeah. not be selling iPods, but they're selling iPhones. So I gotta imagine there's a they're going to have ways to keep updating these. Now, as we move along here in hour three, turn this stuff up. <laughs> because next up we got some Locust Grove for you right here. We are gonna rock you out out of Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, from their EP Monster. This is Menace of Society. Turn this shiitake up! (laughs) You're in Lurch's Lair, here on New Regal Radio.
Bishop Lake for you out of Dallas, Georgia from their latest album, When Lucifer Fell. That was 1985. Right before that, Crossfer out of Nevada from their latest album, Fate of Existence. That is Treason. And I think they're working. I think I read they're working on some new music. Lots and lots of new music possibly for 2019 from a lot of bands you know we've seen it rofo audio uh, they're they done they've done the recording uh i saw that uh, the lead singer ray put out that they're still working on it they're they're they want to get it right and that's any band mm-hmm. i mean i've seen we've seen that so many times any band you know you, you go in they're like you, you know, they mix it and be like, no, we want to get it right before we put it out, which, you know, you should. I mean, you don't want to put something out there that people, you don't want to, you don't want to go halfway on something like that. You want people to listen to it. You want people to like your music and you want people to buy it. So, you know, they're going back and, and they're going to, they're going to make sure that it's what they want for their fans. So I'll, Gotta wait a little longer for a little Rofo, uh, new Rofo audio, but when they do get it out, of course, we will have it for you, most definitely. Um, Mariah Formica, she just announced last night that she has a new single. Um, she's saying end of November for her new single. And I we just saw that she posted up that she's been writing new music like crazy. Mm-hmm. And 
from what you know she posted up she's got music from a wide spectrum of genres uh as well so i can't wait to see what is she's got for the future we have new day dawn as well new day dawn and i think they're aiming for next month for the release of their new album perfect just in time for christmas you know that's on my list. I know that's on your list, and folks, you know, out there, I will keep saying it, CDs make a great stocking stuffer. Or, they make a very nice present for the office grab bag, or, <laughs> you know, Secret Santa, or, you know, whatever. I think that may be uh, the... And with my team, we don't really do a, a grab bag. We don't do Secret Santa. We just put, we just put up stocking. Well, we we put up stockings on our uh, cubes, and then of course you just you know ten dollar maximum. You know, just go by, put something in the stocking. Mostly, it's usually office supplies because it's an office, and that's what's most useful. But uh, I think my uh, coworkers this year, because there's Quite a, f- quite a f- fewer of them than they have been in the previous years. I think uh, my my coworkers are getting music this year. Nice. I have too many on my team. Yeah, you have a you have a bigger team. Ours is down to six. I have twenty five. Yeah, that's a that's a, <laughs> a little too. Boy, much. that's a lot of music. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little easier when you only have six people. Yeah, I make cookies. Hey. And you know what? <laughs> Cookies are just fine. And I can I can tell you that, you know, band members like cookies, too. I've heard. I know I promised a couple of bands to come back in the studio and make them cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's how, Folks, that's how we get bands in. We bribe them with food. We do. I've set up nice little snack tables for the bands that have been in. I know. I know. We're going to have to. I don't know. Do we have a Christmas party? This we year, could. do we do a? Cause I'm aiming for the Christmas show to be the Sunday before Christmas. Which, by the way, Christmas Eve, no show here on Lurch's Lair. But that Sunday before Christmas, I've been aiming for a show. I'll be aiming for our holiday show that week or that Sunday. So maybe we might have to invite some bands in. We'll have boobers. We'll have, to, will be here. we'll have to we'll have to see. We'll discuss it a little later. Okay. But this uh, is the first I'm hearing about it. Well, it's the first I've t- telling people <laughs> when our Christ- when our holiday show is too. So that Sunday before Christmas will be our holiday show, and Christmas will be here before you know it too. Yes. So. It's just over two months. I know. Never start shopping. That's why I tell people, that's why I've been telling people, CDs make a great Christmas present. Or at least a great stocking stuffer. And yes, CDs are still available. They're not... Music stores are going away. I mean, Target's even talked about getting rid of their music sections. Which is small to begin with. Uh, Exactly. Um, But, you know what, that's all right. If you have the chance, of course, go to a show. Go support these bands. Go support the bands in your area. Go support 
the venues in your area. Uh, and when you're there, buy something from the artists. Of course, I'm a big guy. Most bands aren't carrying bigger sizes of t-shirts. Why? I mean, it's just just the economy of it. It just makes sense to you know limit how much merchandise you have and inventory you have. But go buy CD. That way, if you like the band, one, you're supporting them, but two, take their music home with you. Share them with your buddies in the office. That's exactly right. Share them with your with your friends. I there's a lady in the lady that did our uh, rock out for St. Jude uh, t-shirts. Did the design for us this year. Um, yeah, I've been sharing music with her. I've been giving her you know CDs. And be like, here, take a listen to this. So you know, if you if you hear something, share because. Especially the independent bands that we're playing, that's how they build a fan base. They're going to build a fan base by word of mouth. By one person saying, hey, you need to listen to this. And that person liking them. And then them saying, hey, you need to listen to this. That's how they get their fans in. So, if you like something, post. Go to YouTube, find a song. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Twitter. Let other people hear what you love. And it may be this song right here. Uh, next up for you, Not For Lease out of Coopersville, Michigan. Also working on new music, by the way. This is a favorite of mine. I mean, the CD is called Hemified. Yeah. She's got a Hemi. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio.
Bluegill Radio. I'm DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. A little sound of thunder right there out of Washington, D.C. That is the title track to their latest CD called It Was Metal. Right before that, Adorn the Wicked out of New York, New York. Uh, from their EP, Angels and Demons, that was the song Spirit. And again, another band I know, uh, seeing Carrie, uh, seeing his Facebook page, I know he's been talking about and even posting a little, little you know, little teasers every once in a while, some new music he's working on for Adorn the Wicked. So, uh keep an eye out for some new things on that i i love me some adorn the wicked because they're that they're back to that 80s <laughs> you, know, you know hair metal sex drugs and rock and roll type music i know he's he's a big fan of guns and roses you know a lot of his you know that's like really that kind of music he's going for and uh guns and roses was the was really the band that got me full-fledged into metal, hard rock, thing, you know, music like that. Because before that, you know, you'd listen to the radio. And, of course, back in the you know, the 80s, the early 90s, you know, that was what, was what was on the radio. I mean, that was what Top 40 was back then. It was Def Leppard. It was Aerosmith. It was Van Halen. It was that kind of, you know, hair metal music. And, of course, Guns N' Roses came along and hit it. Everybody loves some, loved Guns N' Roses. Well, I was listening, you know, I listened to the radio. I listened to the stuff that was on the radio. Um, but I was also listening to country back then. I didn't really have a favorite music back then. I was listening to a little everything. But a friend of mine had got, when Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 came out, that was huge. And of course, um, they had on the Terminator 2 soundtrack, and of course the Terminator was a big thing back then. I know, you're five years younger than me, you probably don't remember this stuff. <laughs> but, um, my, a friend of mine had his Use Your Illusion 2 cassette, and let me listen to it. And I, from, at that point in time, it was like, that was, uh, that, Use Your Illusion 2, pretty much, but both of them, that was the, you know, that was kind of the, life-altering CD that or I'm sorry cassette but that was the life altering album that was like whoa I need to be listening to this stuff yeah back then I was into Madonna Paula Abdul New Kids on the Block well see and that that was the stuff that was that was the top 40 that you know that was top 40 that was the things you were going to listen to I mean I was listening to Phil Collins I love to listen to Paula Abdul I did I I she made some really good music. She did some good videos, um, too. Oh, yeah. The one with the cool cat was the best. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it, when you got into, you know, I, I like I said, I was a bit older than you back 
well, any time, but I was a bit older back when that came out. So, you know, this was also before parental advisories on music. And, you know, that that was Usual Illusion 1 and 2 was like my first. It's like this was the first album I was like, I asked my parents, like, I need to go to the music store. <laughs> you know, I, you know well, obviously we didn't live very far away from the mall, but it's like a few miles down the road. It was right over here. <laughs> we can now see the, the mall from, you know, where we live now. But it was just right down the road. And it's like, I need to go to the mall. I need to pick this out, this up. And of course, that was a popular album or double album. So, you know, it, it sold per, it sold really well and, uh, you know, got there and I had to get my copy of Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. It wasn't on the shelves. I was a little panicked. I'm like, oh, now what? And so I went up to Ken. I'm like, do you have Guns N' Roses? You, <sighs> yes, we have some back here. <laughs> so I got one of the last copies that wall to wall sound and video had. Little did I know that not that many years later I would go work for them, but um, they had it. And yes, I went home and I I stuck them in my my stereo and turned it on, and I turned it up and I'm listening to it. And I, sh- I had the door closed and I'm listening to it. Turn that music down. I had it a little too loud because, of course, my bedroom was next to the living room. I was drowning out the TV. <laughs> so. I guess we can't yell at Agent A when he decides to do that, huh? Why not? You'll be right there listening, cheering him on. Yeah, yeah, rock! Depends on what he's listening to. I mean. He has, he has, you know, the good taste. He's got the upbringing already, not to, you know, be putting things on like the Spice Girls and... He knows not to settle. Some of this other stuff that's on the radio. That, so that that much is true. As, uh, you know, his mother is also uh, likes to rock out and has been teaching him the classics of Led Zeppelin. Well, you know... I've been teaching him the the newer stuff here as he listens to the show at times when he remembers. But it's hardly we are almost to the end of our anniversary weekend. Still got 10 minutes left, so let's see what else we can play for the listeners here. Next up, got nine lives and counting out of Toronto, Ontario. This is their latest single called Time and Monsters. You're in Lurch's Lair here on New Regal Radio. Mm-hmm. 
New Regal Radio. I am DJ Adam, and you are in Lurch's Lair. Well, we are almost out of time for this Monday, but don't forget we will be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on New Regal Radio for our Sunday free-for-all. And don't forget that we do post the shows up on iTunes. It takes uh, overnight to post them, but uh, go out and check iTunes. Click the subscribe button, and they will uh, download directly to your device. Uh, so you can listen to them again. You can listen to them if you miss a show. Whatever the case is, go out and check out iTunes for the Lurch's Layer radio show. And don't forget to check out Facebook, Twitter feed throughout the week as we post up music there as well. Tonight, gonna leave you with Vintage Slang out of Sunbury, Ontario. From their latest album, Broken Town, this is Renegades. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you back here Sunday.
You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. You're listening to New Regal Radio. 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 Radio.